Hello everyone. Good morning. So I'm coming to you from the throne room of God to present to you the principles of the kingdom. I pray that we are all doing very well. And I pray that the word of God will speed ahead. I pray that his word will be added wherever it goes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that wherever it is received, it will also be blessed in Jesus' name. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Um, Philippians chapter 2 verse 8 says that Jesus found in human form, humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. So um, that means that Jesus humbled himself to the state that he was even called a cursed person. Because um, in the ancient um, Israel or ancient Rome, when you are hung on a cross, it means that you are actually a cursed person. So it was the lowest form, the, the lowest forms of death that Jesus took by being hung on a cross. Okay, and this also signified his submissive nature, which he taught um, all his followers to emulate. In Matthew eleven twenty eight, where he said that. Um, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls he was referring to his followers or disciples who would be taken over from him after he had left the earth and invariably the all, all of us the kingdomites okay um, yoke means servitude like um, like a bondage okay um, it's sort of like a condition in which one lacks the liberty especially to um, determine one's course of action or way of life okay so the yoke where yoke is actually a limitation on your on your on your liberty or on your rights okay now um what this means by saying that take my yoke upon you a means that he wants us to be like slaves okay so that we don't strive with our masters but then we just obey what our master asks us to do whether we like it or not if you would remember in the garden of gethsemane um jesus had totally submitted all of his will to the father okay he relinquished his liberty to live even though he badly wanted that cup to pass over him he still chose to do the father's will okay so that was that was his yoke okay that was his obedience to his father and that is true meekness in heart what this means is that um you obey not because the situation fits you or because the situation is favorable but then you obey because you have to because you see there are times that you wouldn't feel like doing what you have been told to do you wouldn't want to you you, you just you just like you, you just don't feel like it but then you, you you must do it because you are under a bondage or you are under a yoke of your master it doesn't matter what you want or what you feel slaves don't argue with their masters slaves don't give their opinions slaves just do what they have to do what they are told to do whether it heals them or not whether it angers them whether it makes them happy whether it makes them sad they just do what they are asked to do okay now as 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 unbelievable as this may sound 
this is the yoke that Jesus is asking us to take upon ourselves as well. He says that for us, there'll be rest for our souls. Okay. He says, take my yoke rather. Okay. So like being in human form, like we learned yesterday, being in this um, abased form, we must be yoked with the spirit to make it. But then he's advising us that we should rather take his yoke because one way or another, we will still have to be yoked with another kind of spirit, with another spirit. Okay, but then he's advising us that we should rather take his yoke, okay, because that is what will make our souls rest. Because there are other available yokes, but his is that which will give our souls rest with no sleepless nights, with no unrealistic benefits or or, or unrealistic results. Let me use that. Okay, so his yoke is the is the most suitable for us. Now he told um, his disciples that in this kingdom, okay, if any of them desired to be like him, desired to be a leader, the person had to be like a servant. And he demonstrated this by washing um, each disciple's feet and wiping them with a towel, according to John chapter 13, verse 5. So this master laid aside his garments. He took a towel and served his disciples. He told the future kings of the earth that they also ought to do just as he has done to them. That is to wash one another's feet. Okay, now for this to be possible, these future kings would have to see everyone lesser than them. Because if they see people greater than them, it would be highly impossible for them to wash their feet. You can only wash um, another's feet when you are lesser than them. Do you get it? Okay, so that is what he was advocating that um, the future kings um, should learn from him. Now, meek is to walk away when men persecute or harass you instead of talking back or raising an argument. Okay, meek is to quietly walk away like the servants when abused by his master instead of exchanging words and raising your voice and using insulting words in public places. Meek is to avoid um, violent confrontations and, and other hostilities and, and quarrels, okay? Meek is to endure like the servant. In Matthew chapter 12, where Jesus healed um, the man with a withered hand, the Pharisees, if you remember, immediately left the place to conspire against Jesus how to kill him. Now, Jesus, the servant's leader, being aware of this intended murder against him, withdrew from there. He chose to leave the place of contention, okay, and went further to heal more people according to verse 15. Now look at this. Hmm. He left the place of contention and went further to do his work. Isaiah says something about this. He says that it was, it was, it was a prophecy that Jesus Christ actually fulfilled. Isaiah's prophecy is this. He says, Behold, my servant whom I have chosen, my beloved with whom my soul is well pleased, I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice to the Gentiles. He will not quarrel or cry aloud, nor will anyone hear his voice in the streets. Verse 20 says, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench until he brings justice to victory. 
So you see, this servant is so determined to accomplish his mission of exercising justice that he will not be deterred by others. He is so bent on setting good examples that he will not quarrel for anyone to see and emulate. The Bible says that he will not break the already bruised reed, that is, the smoldering wick which is gently burning or slowly lighting up for him. He will not quench that wick by his reactions of destruction. No, he will rather be quiet and concentrate on successfully proclaiming justice to the Gentiles. Did you see that? So, the, the reed that is so weak and the wick that is already burning for him, he will not quench their fire. He will not, he will not, he will not deter them from, 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 from being what God wants them to be. He will not set a bad example to quench the fire of, of these wicks. No, he would rather concentrate on the work that his father has asked him to do. His objective, okay, is to live a servant's life worthy of emulation for all future kings to follow. It is only by being humble that one is raised to be king and inherit the earth. Now, do we get that? Okay, so um, in Matthew chapter, um, chapter 18, verse 15, Jesus teaches us how to, re- um, um, I think, I'll, okay, so let me do this God willing tomorrow and let me end here. I, I, I pray that his word has actually found a place in our hearts. And it will guide us into our, our actions, okay? So I pray that the Spirit of God will shine His light upon the word we have received today. May this word be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. May the Spirit behind this word lead us today. And may we be that kingdom might that God wants us to be may we be that priest and king that jesus christ laid his life for and may we live to be who god wants us to be in the mighty name of jesus christ i pray with thanksgiving have a blessed day